Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Talk Podcast. I'm going to start today's episode off talking about the Blackhawks and some of their injury issues and some guys the Hawks could potentially see back on the ice very soon. One guy being goaltender Kevin Lankinen, who's been out since January 22nd with a hand injury. Uh, he suffered that hand injury in a loss to the Minnesota Wild on that day where he made 40 out of 44 saves. So he should be a nice addition to the Hawks. Should take a lot of pressure off the shoulders of Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, Lankinen is has a uh, 889 save percentage and a 340, uh, 341 goals against average uh, in his five appearances with Chicago since December 1st. He went 0-2-2 in those games. So, uh, no, he hadn't really been playing great, but I still think he's a solid backup goaltender for the Hawks here. So, um, should be nice getting him back, take a lot of pressure off the shoulders of Flurry. He's expected to be back on Sunday afternoon in their game against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, and then Tyler Johnson is also on track for return uh t- um Derek King did talk about it a little bit, uh, and he did say there's a very good chance we're going to see him return very soon. Not not this weekend, but uh, very soon. He had been skating a little bit more with uh, the team, so that's a good sign for the Hawks. He's been out since October 30th with a neck injury, which required surgery. We did recently see Jack Eichel return about a week ago, so uh, also a very good sign for the for uh, for Johnson as well in that situation. He's been very good in his return as well. So uh, hopefully Tyler Johnson will be back to 100. Once he returns, and then Jonathan Tays, no real news on him. We did see him finally getting back into team practices, but uh, with his concussion, you sort of have to ease him into it. You can't really rush him into a uh, into a game experience again. Hawks will be off until Friday against the Devils when they play them uh, on home ice at the United Center. But I want to talk more about a potential Brandon Hagel trade and some and some uh, potential packages the Hawks could get in return if they were to trade Hagel. So uh, the first package I want to talk about would be the trade would be a trade with the New York Rangers, where the Rangers would get Brandon Hagel and the Hawks would receive the Rangers 2022 first round pick and defenseman Matthew Robinson. So uh, Rob. Robinson playing in the AHL this season through 41 games has one goal and eight assists. Uh, he has very quick hands. Uh, he's very smart with the puck as well. So very good, very good hockey IQ. Uh, he's also a big guy, so he's able to, or he's a tough guy to strip the puck from. He also plays a very physical game. So uh, I think he'd be a nice option for the Hawks here if they were to uh, potentially go out and try and grab him. And the Rangers are very, in, or not very in need, but would definitely like a top six winger like Hagel. Uh, you know, he gives them a lot of versatility. Um, so he, you know, I think he'd be a great option for them. Uh, and they've also, you know, uh, they need some uh, some big, they've got some big extensions for guys like Meek Sabanajan and Adam Fox. I was trying to come up with a word there, but uh, they would, you know, it'd be nice for them to bring in some impact guys like Hagel uh, before they you know a lot of those uh, contracts set in. So the next trade would be to the Toronto. Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, and in this trade, the Leafs will get Hagel, uh, and the the uh, Hawks would receive the the uh, Leafs 2022 first round pick forward Joe Miller, as well as forward Alex Stevens. Uh, oh, actually, Alex Steves, I believe his name is, uh, but. Uh, Miller is currently in the USHL with the Chicago Steel. Uh, he's great skating ability, very good speed, but he is very undersized, about 140 pounds. Uh, he's a good scoring threat, though, especially at his size. His shot is very lethal, uh, which isn't something you see really you know, a lot of times with guys that size, unless you're Patrick Kane. So uh, that's a good sign there for him. He could definitely improve in the defensive zone as well, but that's sort of a nitpick, and he'll definitely do it once he gets a little bit bigger, uh, once he starts playing at a higher level. So uh, 
through 42 games right now with the Steel. He has 22 goals and 41 points in that explosive offense. And then Stevez, um, he's currently in the AHL with the Leafs right now. He has, uh, in 29 games, 14 goals and 13 assists. Uh, he has great ability. Uh, he has great mobility. Uh, and also, you know, he's, he's okay. He's an okay skater. Doesn't really uh, have great speed, but he does have good explosiveness. He's able to get to the uh, you know, puck battles very quickly. Uh, he's also very active in the defensive zone. Very good you know, defensive mind. So uh, I'd also think he'd be a great option for the Hawks there. Uh, and then the third trade would be to the New Jersey Devils and their team that would be looking to uh, surround guys like Jack Hughes and Nico Heashier with a top six winger. And it would make a lot of sense for them to do that. Uh, and I think they'd sort of be looking at this trade into a uh, into next year. You know, what they, you know, what they could do with this trade for next season when I think they're going to really go all in uh, into, into uh, finally ending their rebuild there. But uh, for the Devils, I wouldn't see them giving up their first round pick since their first rounder will most likely be very valuable. So they'd probably give up uh, some better prospects. And the two guys they give up for Hagel would be Nolan Foote, who is a uh, winger, great hockey IQ, very good size through, uh, t- through 40 games right now. He has 23 points in the AHL right now. Uh, definitely not a great skater, but definitely could improve as time goes on. But he does have a very good size as well on him. Uh, then the next guy would be uh, Arseny uh, Grisuk. Uh, he's currently in the KHL right now. Um, he has a lot of intensity. He plays very similar to Brandon Hagel. Uh, he's able to, you know, you know, cause opposing teams' defensemen to have fits. You know, because he's very quick. He can know. He has. He forces them to make plays. You know, he's very quick to the puck. Um, very, you know, very plays with a lot of grit. Plays with a lot of intensity. Uh, through 39 games right now in the KHL, he has 16 goals and 12 assists. And then the other thing they the Hawks would grab in this trade would be a 2022 second round pick. So uh, a lot of value there. I feel like uh, I think in particular Nolan Foot and that second round pick would be great additions for the Hawks. So I feel like Foot, you know, could come in immediately. You know, split time in Rockford, but uh, I feel like he'd be a great option for the Hawks uh, going into the future here. And uh, I also want to talk about some other Hawks news. Judar Kara uh, is having season-ending back surgery, or had season-ending back surgery, which will keep him out for 10 to 12 weeks, which is basically going to end his season right now. So unfortunately, Kara uh, most likely played his final game with the Hawks because he was on a one or a, a one-year or a two-year deal actually. But uh, it would be pretty. I think it would be pretty simple for the Hawks to buy that contract out. So I uh, wouldn't be shocked at all to see them buy him out, but. Uh, Still sucks to see Judar Kara gone for the year. And now let's turn to the Bulls, uh, who will be taking on the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow at seven o'clock. Uh, they're finishing up their uh, all-star. They have finished up their all-star break, uh, so they're now getting some nice rest. And Hawks are currently sitting at twenty-eight and thirty right now, sitting tenth place in the East. And then Bulls thirty-eight and twenty-one on the year. They're coming into this one on a five-game winning streak. So uh, hopefully we'll have Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, and uh, and everyone else back to one hundred percent here for the uh, for these next games. And now I want to talk about the Bears, and in particular, I want to talk about the Chiefs, actually, and they today announced that they'd be releasing linebacker Anthony Hitchens. So Hitchens, um, no, former, the former Cowboy, uh, will save the Chiefs about uh, about $8.4 million against their cap in 2022. Uh, Hitchens, this season with the team, uh, he registered... 80 tackles and one interception through 15 games this year. Uh, and then before that, he had a career best 135 tackles in 2022. 
2018 in his first season with the Chiefs. So uh, he's been, you know, he's doing, he's done a very good job. He's been, a, you know, I think a surprise cap casualty for this Chiefs team. I wasn't really expecting to see him go. But now it's, you know, I think should bring up the question of uh, should the Bears go after him very heavily? And uh, I think this is a pretty clear answer and it's got to be a yes. Now they do have um, some, you no, know, they do have some good replacements at linebacker in particular. Roquan Smith and Alec Ogletree both were big parts of this defense this season. I could definitely see, or Roquan will clearly be back and Ogletree, I could definitely see them bringing him back as well. Uh, but Hitchens would be a great option to replace Danny Trevathan. Um, you no, know, he's you no. Know, like I said, had a great season last year. He's also got some connections to the Bears. Of course, Ryan Poles was a you know was with the Chiefs when Hitchens was there. Now the GM in Chicago, and then Matt Eberflus, who's now the Bears head coach. Well, with while uh, Hitchens was in Dallas, was the linebackers coach as well as the passing game coordinator. So these guys are very you no. Know, they know each other very well. They're very well known with each other. So um, should you no. Know, I think would be a great option for the Bears if they were to bring him in. Uh, I don't think he'd be an overly expensive player at all so and no I'm expecting to see Danny Trevathan cut very soon here so it would make a lot of sense for them to try and bring Hitchens in uh to you know just just try and fill up this linebacker core a little bit more and I think Hitchens and Roquan Smith might just be a might might just be one of the best linebacking duos in the NFL because that's a that's a great duo right there but that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys tomorrow